This is the Olive Wellness Podcast, brought to you by the Olive Wellness Institute. Welcome to this episode of the Olive Wellness Podcast. I'm Sarah Gray. With so many different types of oils to prepare and cook food, how do you choose the healthiest? Well, to answer that, the Olive Wellness Institute has provided an easy-to-use comparison tool on its website. Dietitian Jackie Plaza says the type of oil in your diet can have a positive or negative effect on your health, depending on its source, the amount of antioxidants found in the oil, and the fat profile of the oil. So it's important to be able to compare one oil with another. Jackie is a dietitian at the Olive Wellness Institute. She explains the new comparison tool to Chris Ashmore. It's a new addition to the Olive Wellness Institute website and it's very exciting. It's basically an interactive comparison tool that allows people to compare some of the main cooking oils that are out there. It's also fully referenced and it's designed to act as a quick and easy reference guide for people. So you can literally select one or more oils and compare them for healthfulness. Well, many people when they uh, go to the cupboard for prepping their cooking, they, they seem to just use whatever oil is in, in the cupboard. Why and how does the type of oil make a difference? Yeah, so the type of oil we use in our diet can have a positive or negative effect on our health, depending on a variety of, of factors. And these factors are included in the comparison tool. So I'll go through those in a little bit because I remember when I went through uni, And when I was first trying to put together a table for myself, nothing was really out there. And if it was, it really only compared the fat profile. And we know there's a lot more to the healthfulness of an oil and how it impacts our diet and our food than just the fat profile that it contains. Mm. So cooking oil is more than just fat and we need to recognize that. So the Olive Wellness Institute comparison tool, it uses a variety of different measures that actually impact the healthfulness of an oil. So these include the production method, how the oil is produced, the amount of phenols or biophenols, which are bioactive plant compounds present in oils, and they have health effects like acting as potent antioxidants and possessing anti-inflammatory properties, the amount of vitamin E, which scavenges free radicals in the body, the fatty acid profile, so the percentage of saturated fat, polyunsaturated fat and monounsaturated fat, the trans fats that are present in the oil, and these are directly linked to heart disease and can be artificially produced for oils that require refining, and the stability of the oil when heated, which basically informs how versatile an oil is in the kitchen and what types of cooking methods it can be used for. If we look at extra virgin olive oil, and that's becoming more popular by people in the kitchen, and it's becoming even more popular with um, cooking with, and uh, I've heard that it's got a a low smoke point, does it make it suitable for cooking? Sure. So smoke point firstly isn't referenced in the table and that's for good reason and that's because it's not a good predictor of how stable an oil is when heated or its healthfulness when heated or how suitable it is for high heat cooking. In fact, it correlates really poorly. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, so extra virgin olive oil is very stable to cook with. So it's no problem. No problem. No. So what you'll find in the table that a better predictor of an oil stability when heated, i.e. how it will perform, how likely it is to break down and form harmful compounds is actually a measure called polar compound production. And these polar compounds are harmful compounds that have been linked to, I guess, health conditions like neurodegenerative disease. So they're a breakdown product when an oil is heated 
and this is a bit scientific, but it is important because this is a, a really big myth for us to bust. Mm. But it basically measures how much harmful breakdown products are forming. And it's used commonly actually in commercial kitchens to determine when a frying oil needs to be thrown out and replaced because it's no longer safe for human consumption. So what you'll see in the comparison tool is that there's a number of factors that are actually important to how stable an oil is to cook with. So fat profile, basically the more polyunsaturated fat, the more likely an oil is to break down because instability happens at double bonds. The production method, so the more refined or processed an oil is, the less stable under heat because they've already kind of been exposed to heat and pressure during that process, which kind of pre-primes them to break down more readily. And finally, the level of antioxidants. So the more antioxidants, the less likely it is to break down, which is why extra virgin olive oil is even more stable or suitable for high heat cooking than olive oil, which is a refined oil. Oh, that's good. Good to know. Now, let's have a look, I suppose, more closely at the comparison tool. And this is provided on the Olive Wellness Institute's website, and we'll provide a link in the show notes. It compares with other oils, including sunflower oil and coconut oil, as well as extra virgin olive oil and the other olive oils, so virgin olive oil and just plain olive oil. Can you go through this a bit more and what the comparisons are? Yeah, absolutely. And what I'll do is use olive oil as an example in practically kind of using the live tools. So if we use olive oil compared to extra virgin olive oil, the difference between these two oils is actually quite significant, yet many people still don't know that. So basically they've got the same fat profile in terms of being high in monounsaturated fat and low in polyunsaturated fat and saturated fats, but that's where it ends. So olive oil is refined, meaning it goes through processes like bleaching or neutralizing to extract it from the fruit. And though there might be a little bit of virgin oil mixed in there before it hits our supermarket shelf, it's typically quite low. And the refining process, and again, this is the same for other refined oils like canola oil or sunflower oil or grapeseed oil, some of those other ones that you mentioned, that refining process can result in the production of trans fats. And when you look at the comparison tool, you can see that olive oil, along with those other refined oils such as canola oil and grapeseed oil, contain artificial trans fats. Now that refining process, again, it also strips the oil of much of the important healthy plant compounds like the biophenols that are found in an oil. And extra virgin olive oil, on the other hand, compared to olive oil, is literally like the fresh juice of the olive, the olive fruit, and it's the highest grade of olive oil. So it's produced by a mechanical means only with none of that refining. And what that means is that the antioxidants from the olive fruit, the biophenols and the vitamin E, can infuse into the oil. And that's why there's much more biophenols in extra virgin olive oil versus olive oil and all of those other refined seed oils as well. So it's also a key reason why, like I mentioned before, extra virgin olive oil is actually more stable than olive oil when heated because these antioxidants play a critical role in keeping the oil stable. And we know that they also transfer into the cooked food and that they're critical to the oil's health benefits. This is silly question time. Why bother refining the olive oil if it turns out it's not as good as extra virgin olive oil that's less refined? Is it, does it simply preserve it a bit longer than extra virgin olive oil? One, it's a lot more technical and more costly to produce extra virgin olive oil. So it's the highest grade, but a lot of people can't afford to do that. So there's still a market for a refined oil in food industry and those sorts of things where they, you know, health might not be the primary 
factor that they're working off. They might be working off just getting a cooking oil into lots of fats in a kitchen or that kind of thing for deep frying. So it's more probably to do with cost and ability to produce that oil because it is being the highest grade, it's actually quite hard and quite technical and costly. Now, if we look at some of the other comparisons, maybe antioxidants is one. I understand extra virgin olive oil is high in antioxidants. How does it compare with the other oils? Yeah, so if you were to look, and again, you can pick either anywhere from two oils up to all of the oils in that table. And that table is a live comparison tool, so it will be updated regularly. You can see that extra virgin olive oil is quite high in antioxidants compared to the other oils. And not only is it high in amount of antioxidants, but it's also unique in the amount of different types of antioxidants that it contains. So if you were to think of an olive fruit, it lives in med-diet climates, in desert-type environments and has to be quite hardy to survive. If you've been into a fresh olive literally off a tree rather than one that you've had brined or from the supermarket, it's also really quite bitter. And that's because the natural antioxidants present in the fruit, especially in the skin of the fruit, are protecting the fruit and ensuring its survival. So when you produce extra virgin olive oil, those antioxidants infuse into the oil. Refined seed oils, on the other hand, like I mentioned the olive oil, also things like the grapeseed oil, the sunflower, the rice bran oil and whatnot, they don't contain that level of antioxidants because they're refined and they also weren't present in that amount or different types in the first place. So you'll see in the tool that many of those refined seed oils contain less than 10 parts per million of antioxidants versus extra virgin olive oil, which can contain anywhere from 80 to 1,200 parts per million and basically one part per million converts to one milligram per litre. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. What about fatty acids? How does the fatty acid profile of an oil affect health? Yes, not discounting the fatty acid profile. It is important, but it's not the only factor when determining the healthfulness of an oil. So generally, as health professionals, we recommend replacing saturated fat in the diet with unsaturated fats. And unsaturated fats are the monounsaturated fat, which extra virgin olive oil and olive oil is high in. And then there's also polyunsaturated fat, which other oils are higher in. Now, on the note of polyunsaturated fat, we know that they're more prone to breaking down and oxidizing because oxidative damage occurs at double bonds. So this is basically an oil becoming unstable and prone to breaking down. And that's not great when you want to use an oil for cooking because when you heat an oil, it's more prone to breaking down as well. So I actually once heard a, a really good analogy from a dietitian colleague that's been around for a very long time that recommended get your polyunsaturated fats that we do know we want some in our diet from whole foods like oily fish or some nuts and seeds that are higher in polyunsaturated fat and then get your monounsaturated fats from cooking oils like extra virgin olive oil to get that balance and also to keep that kind of healthfulness and that whole oxidation piece in mind as well. The comparison tool is very handy for of course almost anybody but who would you suggest could best utilize it? I think First and foremost, health professionals and students. I would have loved a tool like this to have been around when I was graduating or just as I was coming out as a new grad dietitian. I think I mentioned at the start, I ended up putting one together myself because the ones that were around at the time, there's really nothing that's kind of fully referenced using really good, robust oil chemistry references rather than 
branded materials and moving beyond just the type of how much monounsaturated fat it has in it and its smoke point, which we know is not a good predictor anyway. So this is a great tool for healthcare professionals, dietitians, nutritionists, naturopaths, any kind of health professional that's recommending cooking oils to patients, also academics and educators, students, and also just those interested or health conscious people in the general public that would just like to know more about how different cooking oils compare to each other. Well, for those who are listening, Jackie, where can people best find the comparison tool? So if you go to the Olive Wellness Institute website, the homepage, which is olivewellnessinstitute.org, the oil comparison tool is actually on the homepage. So you just have to scroll down and it's about halfway down and it's interactive. You can start using it straight away to compare different oils. And also, if you subscribe to the Olive Wellness Institute, you can get a free downloadable oil comparison booklet as well. Jackie Plaza. To check out the comparison tool, go to our homepage at olivewellnessinstitute.org. That ends this episode of Olive Wellness Podcast. To learn more about nutrition, health and wellness benefits of olives and olive products, please visit the Olive Wellness Institute website at olivewellnessinstitute.org. Until next episode, I'm Sarah Gray. Thanks for listening. Thank you.